Well, just starting with sort of injuries and, and squad news, is the sort of the illness worked its way through or is it still sort of hanging on? I, I'm, I've not heard of anything new, so hopefully people will be um, recovering from it. So, yeah. <coughs> um, it is me coughing. Uh, no, I think we'll be okay. So does that mean, I guess, Rob was one of those who was suffering? Would he be available? He'll be training today, so I'll see how he is. Yeah. Fair enough. So, and uh, then, it, yeah, the, it, it's it's just trying to judge who's who's in the best um, best state of mind and best state of health, I suppose. Um, a, a couple of sort of knocks from the uh, the, the weekend, the midweek, rather. Anything serious that's going to affect you for the weekend? No, I don't think so. No. So we, you know, would be uh, uh, today's a, an important day for us in terms of preparation. We'll see how see how they are. But yeah, well, I mean, look, that we've had two home games and only picked one point up. But I think it'd be fair to say that we we played pretty well in both games um, and had chances. So it's it, you know, it's just a, it just remains that very frustrating um, scenario of not of not making the most of. Uh, the opportunities that we've had and uh, yeah and that's what it is and, and I suppose from the start of the season when you were scoring so many goals for mm -hmm. fun the, the strikers are still doing a good job but maybe you're not quite getting the same returns and goals it, it sort of highlights the uh, the issues you've got at the other end of the pitch yeah I mean they're, look they're working hard but um, but in terms of yeah taking the chances then you know I suppose that's I've said before that uh, when defenders make mistakes or goalkeepers make a rip, then it's very obvious and people criticise them. Um, but uh, for me, it, the strikers are in the same situation. Chances come their way, uh, they've, they've got to take them. And, and that's, that's how they judge themselves more often than not. So, uh, But providing they keep working in the way that uh, we need them to work, then... Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, goals will come, but of course, um, we're not keeping enough clean sheets. And, and the defensive work has certainly improved from last season, so you can see that improvement. But you've, you've still got quite a young defence, other than one or two, and, and they've not been around for, for much of this season. Is that just something that you have to not put up with? But players learn and become less accident prone over the course of their careers in general. Uh, you're a very kind man. You 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 are one of the few who look at, at positives, which is good. Um, that's how I try and view things. So it's it's looking at how we can improve the players. And yeah, um, so players who have come into the side recently, both George Tanner and Campering, I think have done pretty well in the performances that they've played. Obviously, we'll, we'll be without uh, George now because of his uh, sending off. Um, so, but unfortunately for us, we're still, you know, we are making errors which are which are costing us. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, whether there is improvement or not, and I think there has been. Uh, what we do lack is that uh, that leadership at the back. You know, we I think that's where we miss Cal Naismith in particular. Um, but I, what I will say. Um, is Zach Viner, I think, has uh, improved tremendously this season. So um, it's a team thing. We need to defend better as a team.
And you mentioned obviously Cal's been injured. Tim was on the uh, the, the bench. Yeah. Uh, Thomas has had a, a little niggle. At any of the the ones who've been missing in contention, or, or is it still too early? Thomas will be training again, so he's he'll be. Uh, I think he'll be closer than than Cal. Cal's is just a, a, a very frustrating um, injury because it's you know it's not necessarily uh, a serious one, but it's just. You know, he's, some people are quicker healers than others, unfortunately. And that's how it is at the moment. So we just have to be patient with Cal. And again, on the defensive side of things, he's so comfortable on the ball, which, which has caused mm -hmm. problems on occasion, but it's also yeah. been really positive in, in lots of situations. And, yeah. and I'm not sure you've got maybe Rob Atkinson possibly, but there is not another player in the back line that, that's quite as comfortable at getting you started and being creative as he is. No, that's a, yeah, I mean, that's a fair observation. Um, I think that's... I think you're right with that, but um, I always judge the defenders by how reliable they are in terms of what they do to stop goals. And you know, it is a big bonus to have somebody like Cal Naismith who can, who is, uh, you know, can break lines with with passes which get you uh, get you up the field with real penetration. I think that's the difference. Um, uh, we just have to keep things simple at the back at the moment. Uh, into midfield, I thought Alex Scott had a, a very good game. He's still looking for that that goal, but do you still have to sort of pinch yourself sometimes that he's, he's 19, the way he sort of has adapted to, to life and become a mainstay of this team over the last year? Not not really, because now if players aren't in the first, players aren't playing in the first team by the time they're 19 or 20, they're probably not going to probably not going to make it and so I think what you'll find here now because of our circumstances with um, uh, limitations in terms of being able to bring players in by spending money players will get chances earlier and but they'll only get them if they're good enough and so Alex Scott has uh, I think right from day one we've all recognized his his talent in as much as his game understanding and being able to uh, play like a senior player, um, but what he has also done is, you know, he's he's physically developed quite a bit over the last two years. So um, it doesn't surprise me. Um, it would have surprised me had he have plateaued, but uh, uh, no, he's he's still making really good progress, and that's good for us. And he's a very important member of our squad. Um, so, yeah, we're pleased to have him. And, and you talk about having to maybe blood youngsters earlier than, than bigger clubs with, with bigger resources kind of thing. So looking at Dylan Kadji making his debut, Josh Lowe's mm. been on the, the bench. Are you seeing in that sort of level of the, the top of the academy players who may get their opportunity in the next three, six months? They'll get the opportunities if, if we think he, it's right. And I think, look, I, I'm not... I, I'm not moaning about the fact that we don't have money. Actually, it's quite a it's quite a liberating thing to have uh, lots of um, talented players within the building, and it means that you know, for 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 both myself as a manager and, and the other staff, you know, we we are genuinely excited about the the talent that's coming through at this football club. So I don't I don't view it as being having to blood them. It's just it's I, I think it's really. Uh, quite exciting for us and I, I think 
for the club itself, what it does is it it, uh, it shows the opportunity that players are going to get, and actually uh, I think it's good for the for the academy's staff as well that they have some real meaning to how they work themselves. So um, I'm just very pleased that our our recruitment policy in the academy is what it is, and that is that they're very very um, good at. Uh, sourcing uh, good players, and that doesn't mean that they're all, that, you know, that uh, I call them tippy tappy. I don't game PlayStation players. We don't want those. We want proper players, and um, um, and so yeah, we're, we're we're doing well with that. But going back to what we're trying to do here, it's much easier to to bring youngsters into the team if there is a solid foundation and we've we've struggled at times to to create that but what i will say is there's some really good senior pros here who do look after um the youngsters both in training sessions and and when they play in games which is good um so yeah we're 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 trying to we're trying to make progress but Unfortunately, we're not getting enough points in league games, which is what everybody wants. So the next opportunity to do that is, uh, is up at Middlesbrough this weekend. Yeah. Uh, probably haven't had the, the season that, that many were expecting, but a, a very talented squad, in, which will give you, uh, give you issues at the weekend. Um, yeah, they had a good win uh, against Hull. So um, new manager. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> championship games are very... Uh, are, are very um, similar in lots of ways, but also can throw up a few differences. And, and I think Borough are one of the few sides that um, adopt a four-four-two or, or loosely a four-four-two formation. Which, um, yeah, so it's uh, they will pose us uh, different problems. They're a side that like to they cross the ball uh, regularly. Um, uh, and so we've got to both work hard to stop that at source and then deal with it. So, But I think we'll have chances in the game just because of the nature of the player that, or the types of player that we've got and, and because of the way that they play. If we, if we defend um, with discipline, we'll get opportunities against them. Thank you very much. OK, cheers. Go back to Zach Viner. What has he brought to the game this season that Clark didn't have? More reliability. So he's matured. He's, he's um, I think he's had to fight for his place, and um, you know, there's doubts on whether he was going to stay here or not. Uh, so yeah, good response from him, and and I'm very pleased for him. You know, I don't, you know, I don't. When I or we make decisions on on potential departures at the football club and then it, it, it changes because uh, the, the player is able to uh, change how we view the situation then then that's that's good that's good and and look the, Zach's a good player he's a he's a uh, he's come through our academy he's probably suffered from being uh, uh, versatile so he's been played in various positions um, but uh, and he's 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 gained experience and developed through the players that he's played alongside as well. So those those things together are, are all a part of um, 
you know, players, players' development. Even players in the 30s can still improve and develop themselves if they've got an open mind. Yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, but it's through necessity that he's had to play at centre back. Um, um, and he's still reluctant to get forward at times, even with the pace that he has. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's. I think he's uh, he's defended and played pretty well in the games. Would you like to see more of that than him making those runs forward from? Possibly, but I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, you get an opportunity to speak to him yourself in a bit, aren't you? So, you, for once, I can say you can ask the players and you can ask the player. Um, yeah, I mean, that, look, it, he's a player that I think has, uh, you know, he's, he's been here for quite a while now, maybe five, six years as a player. He's been out on loan a few times. Uh, last year was his uh, breakthrough year, if you like, for us. Um, and he got, you know, he was played in, uh, played as a as a wide player, uh, as a wing back, as a centre back, um, and he did okay. Um, but he's got more to come, and uh, he needs to continue to push himself in the same way that we just spoke about Zach. My view is like that for. For, for Cam, that he's uh, he has genuine pace and he's a powerful player, and uh, he needs to push himself as well as us pushing him, and that's the big thing. Now, I read your um, interview with Sky Sports yeah. the other day, and um, about needing Mavericks, Mavericks on the side to make it a bit less boring. I mean, in what respects to make it less boring? Well, I'm sure when you come and interview me, you, you probably think, what mood's he going to be in? So, and I like players who keep me on my toes as well. So I think there needs to be some um, uncertainties. You don't want everybody to be the same. I, I think it would be... Uh, that doesn't mean players that lack discipline and lack uh, an understanding of what the team needs, but... Um, you need strong-minded people, uh, determined people, reliable people, and you need people who can bring something different. Because, so uh, for instance, a game, uh, a game like we played the other night, uh, that turns out to be a real frustration because we battered them and lost, and we lost because we defended one phase of play not very well and the officials couldn't get it right so but then at the other end we we couldn't find the way to to unlock the door or or take the chances when they came along so sometimes it's 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 a personality which is different sometimes it's a, a player that has something different as well um, and they're more often more often than not they are creative players I think but uh, you do get um, defenders like that too, occasionally, which uh, that are, are very they're, they're priceless.
I was just wondering whether the, the attempt to sign Kadra in the summer kind of tapped into that. There's an element of that, and maybe the lad's thinking he should have come here. Because they hooked him off after, what was it, 30 minutes. But, you know, that shows you that players have to make decisions about their career rather than their agents. Or rather than, you know, I mean, that's, I, I, I don't know exactly what happened, but um, you asked me about loan players, and I've been asked by, about loan players on many occasions, but, um, and he was a player that, we were very keen to take, um, but it's an example of it's got to be all three parties that are in line with each other, and that is the the, the club that owns a player, player that the, the club that the player goes to, and the player himself, and uh, uh, so it's. Because we don't take one player doesn't mean then, ah, right, we're definitely going to take somebody else because it, that's the player that we want. And, uh, and the other loan opportunities that we tried to get weren't doable because they were too expensive. Or, or the clubs uh, that own the players uh, decide that we're not the right club for them. So, you know, th there's loads of things to, to consider. Other factors. So in, in an ideal world, but that sort of personality is something that you still like to yeah. yeah I, I like him as a player I think he's a, he's a match winner yes he's, he's probably high maintenance but um, but that's where I think our dressing room could deal with somebody like that now where in the past they couldn't are, are they difficult to manage Mavericks oh I can't I can't generalise because your idea of one and mine might be different but um, they're a challenge I would say I just wanted to, to ask about the statistic about obviously having really good results when they've got less than 52% possession. Yeah. Also good when they've got 152% possession. What, <laughs> what does the side need to do to, to be able to, to kind of break that trend? And is it is it about creativity going forward? How, how do you see it? Yeah, because we're not really a possession-based side. We are a counter-attacking side. And so one of the best ways to play against a side like that is to let us have the ball. So one of the best things that we can do is, um, as long as we give the ball away in the right area, we become very dangerous. Um, no, I mean, look, that's one way of looking at it. We need to also um, be able to break teams down who decide to play, um, who want to play counter-attacking football. But look, what you'll see a lot in the championship now is because of the nature of uh, the football that you see, it is, it, it, you know, there's lots of really uh, good counter-attacking teams. I think what, what it shows you more than anything, 52 to 48 is not a massive thing. If it was, but it is an interesting thing to observe. But, but uh, that's the trend, I think. Most teams that you play have players who can hurt you on the counter-attack. And, um, and, yeah, so... But it also means that you need defenders who know how to defend 1v1, are really good at organising. So um, when we are attacking, that's when, or as a rule of thumb, when your team's attacking, that's when your defenders have to be the most alert because that's when you're at your most vulnerable. Uh, and that's why organisation is important and that's why... Um, 
clever defenders are very, very important because they, they are, their awareness is heightened when other people might think that's not the danger. It's so obvious the rest of the time. You know, when you're defending, if you're not alert then. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned um, earlier in the year when Naismith got injured about when King dropped back by having that leadership at the back rather yeah. than bringing on a Pringham or Tanner. With the three with Zach and the two of them that full backs playing yeah. back through at the middle, do you think Zach's got that bit of leadership or do you think that's still missing a little bit? A bit of both, but Zach has um, uh, stepped up in that regard. I thought he was really good against Swansea in that regard. I think it was very visible. Um, uh, so, yeah. Um, but leadership is, is more than, is more than um, uh, organisation. So leadership is a presence and a, um, yeah, having some sort of a, an aura as well. So uh, people only follow you if they trust you. They won't follow you if they're, you know, just because people in in authority doesn't mean that people will follow them. It just means that they're in a position of authority. Do you think Max has added that extra dimension with that? It was, um, it was a bit on Tuesday night where like we were kind of shocked with how much he was playing. The ball, the back. It, look, he's really positive. He's a he's a good all round sportsman. Um, he started his football career as an outfield player. He's a good organizer, and he's brave. So, um, yeah, I think he's a uh, he's deserved his chance, and he's. Um, I like goalkeepers that are very very positive. Uh, three games to go now to the World Cup. <clears throat> Last time around the international break, um, kind of halted your momentum a bit. Yeah. This time around, you kind of not welcoming it, but it'll give you. A no, chance I'm not to welcoming it at all. Get some players back for it. No, I'm not welcome. Uh, welcoming it. I'm just sort of viewing it as a. Um, it's here, and we will do our best to get as many people back as possible. So it's an opportunity, but I don't sort of welcome it. Um, uh, it's uh, you know it, it just seems <laughs> seems odd that we're you know, have a major competition uh, mid-season, but that's what it is, and we will try and uh, make the most of it for sure. And what will the World Cup look like for you? Obviously, no games. Will you kind of switch off, or will you consider scouting low league matches, or will kind of try and get a rest from the busy period after? bit of all of them I would think you know we it's going to be an important time for us to um, prepare for the next window depending on whether we can or can't do business but we've still got to do the the groundwork on that and make sure that because if we do do business we'll, I want to do it immediately I don't want to do it at the end of January because that's a waste of time you've wasted a month so um, we've got to be if we do um, have aspirations to, to bring people in um, then it makes sense to do it as early as possible so you know the, the, this build up to whether it be the, the World Cup break or just until the window opens is, is always very very important Pleasure Okay Alright chaps